You're listening to the My 25 Podcast, keeping you up to date on the NCAA's college basketball rankings each week. Here's your host, David Payne. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is the My 25 Podcast. I'm David Payne. Every week I'm talking about the top 25 in college basketball's rankings. Looking at the AP poll, it's week 13. We have some new rankings this week. Things haven't changed too much, but there's a little bit of changes. Thanks again for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you find your podcasts. Just search My 25 Podcast. Also find us on Facebook and Twitter at My 25 Podcast. Give us a like there. Feel free to message me or email me at my25podcast at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to see how you feel about college basketball so far and who you think might win the tournament this year. Before we get started, a big thanks to BYU-Idaho Radio for letting me record here. Also, Real Sport Media for hosting this podcast. Go check them out. Any kind of sport you're looking for, they have tons of great content. Realsport101.com. Now let's jump into the top 25. Like it's been for the past few weeks, Villanova stays at number one. They won both of their games against Providence and Marquette last week, which makes their record 20-1. and Marquette did put up a fight. They only lost by three points. Uh, Marquette beat Nova actually last year at home, and they were really hoping to get the upset this year, but it was a close one. They just couldn't quite do it. Jalen Brunson had 31 points, and Dante DiVincenzo had 23 points for the Wildcats. Villanova will play Creighton and Seton Hall this week. Both teams have been ranked in the past, but they're not ranked this week, and they haven't been ranked in a couple of weeks. So both games should be pretty close. I think Villanova is due for another loss pretty soon. I don't know if it's going to be this week or not. They're doing really well this season. At number two is Virginia, the Cavaliers. They absolutely killed Clemson this last week. Their record is 20-1. and They beat Clemson 61-36 to at home. They just demolished them. The Tigers have kind of slowed down. They're slowly dying, and I don't know if they'll make the tournament if they keep it up at this rate. After they beat Clemson at home, they went to Durham and they beat the Duke Blue Devils on Duke's home court, which is difficult to do. The first half, Virginia looked like they completely owned Duke. The Blue Devils had so many turnovers, they couldn't figure out what to do. The second half was a little bit better for Duke, but Virginia had such a big lead. They were just poised and collected, and it's games like this where experienced players can really make a difference and they can really shine. Virginia spreads the ball out and they play great team basketball, and Duke kind of put a lot of pressure on some of their young stars, and when those guys are having off games, Duke's not going to win. The Purdue Boilermakers come in at number three. They have a 21-2 record right now, and they're on a 17-game win streak. Michigan and Indiana were no problem this last week for the Boilermakers. Vincent Edwards and Isaac Haas have been playing amazing. They both racked up almost 50 points each in their last two games. They're going to play Maryland this week and also Rutgers. I think they're also itching for a loss pretty soon. I don't know if it'll be this week, like I said about Villanova, but I think Purdue needs to lose again so they can learn how to deal with it, not get complacent or too cocky before the tournament starts in March. But I think if Purdue stays healthy, they're going to make a deep run in the tournament. Number four this week is the Duke Blue Devils. They didn't go up or down from last week's ranking. They beat Wake Forest early in the week, but then, like I said, they had that tough loss against Virginia. They just couldn't handle their defense, and Duke's defense couldn't handle their offense. Duke looked like a terrible team against this Virginia team. This isn't the team that I know Duke can be. Marvin Bagley III still managed to score 30 points in that game, but that also means that the rest of the team only scored 33 points. Duke plays Notre Dame and St. John's this week as they're prepping for their biggest rival, North Carolina, next week. 
Michigan State comes in at number five. They're 20 and three right now. The Spartans had a solid week. They beat Illinois, Wisconsin, and Maryland. Each game they won by about five to 10 points. They're playing really well as a team right now. They're spreading the ball around, sharing the action. In their last game against Maryland, four of their five starters had double digit scoring, with Joshua Langford leading the team with 19 points. They have Penn State and Indiana this week. Penn State upset Ohio State last week, so that's going to be a tough game. But I think Michigan State will be okay. They're right on Purdue's heels in the Big Ten Conference standings, and they won't play them for another few weeks. But Michigan State needs to continue their pace and stay healthy to bring themselves higher on this list and to take that number one spot in the Big Ten. Xavier jumped up two spots and is at number six this week. They struggled against Marquette, but they ended up winning by one point. It was a tough game. Marquette's really pushing to win some of these big games and get some upsets, but they were so close against Xavier. This was their only game last week, and the Musketeers are really grateful that they won. Quinton Gooden led the team with 15 points, but Marquette's Marcus Howard had a game-high 33 points and just seemed unstoppable. Xavier is still trailing Villanova in the Big East, and they're hoping that Villanova will lose soon so that they can close that gap a little bit. This week, Xavier plays St. John's and Georgetown, and they need to play with a little bit more confidence than they had last week against Marquette. Moving backwards two spaces is the Kansas Jayhawks. They sit at number seven. They were number five last week, but somehow they've managed to stay tied at the top of the Big 12 standings. They're tied with Texas Tech, but almost everyone in the Big 12 had a rough week. Kansas lost to Oklahoma by five points on the road, but then they turned around and had a solid home game against Texas A&M. Both were really tough teams to play against, but Kansas is slowly coming around and showing that they can fight. Devontae Graham is still nowhere to be found, in my opinion. I think he really needs to step it up. He's the leader on this team. When he has big games, the team's going to win. When he struggles, the whole team is going to struggle. This week, the Jayhawks will play Kansas State and Oklahoma State. They need to win these games to stay on top of the Big 12. They're looking to win the Big 12 Conference Championship for the 14th straight year, but it looks like it's going to be harder than it's ever been. At number 8 is the Cincinnati Bearcats. This is Cincy's chance to distance themselves from Wichita State in the American Athletic Conference. They're 19-2 right now. They're in that number 1 spot in the AAC, and they need to keep this momentum going. The Bearcats beat Temple and Memphis no problem this last week. Their defense has picked it up, and they allowed less than 50 points against both of those teams. They do play Houston and Connecticut this week, which are going to be two tougher games than they had last week. But since he's on a 12-game win streak, and they're looking to keep that up. The Arizona Wildcats come in at number 9. They jumped up two spaces. They're leading the Pac-12 with an 18-4 record. They're in a six-game win streak. They beat both Colorado and Utah last week. Alonzo Trier and DeAndre Dayton are finally finding a rhythm together, and the Wildcats are playing like we thought they would earlier in the season. They were ranked number 2, I think, in the preseason rankings. But Arizona fans got a little scare early on when the Wildcats lost three games in a row in November. It looks like things are coming back to where they were at the beginning of the season. They'll play Washington State and Washington this week, and they need to keep winning if they want to stay ahead of teams like USC and Arizona State in the Pac-12. It's getting closer and closer. Arizona leads them right now, but they're only a few games ahead. Rounding off the top 10 is Texas Tech. They're 17-4 and right now, and it surprises me that the Red Raiders are tied with Kansas for first place in the Big 12. There's a lot of talent in that conference, and Texas Tech, although they've been playing well, I don't think they're very consistent. They did beat Kansas earlier in the season, but most of the teams they've lost to have been unranked, and the Red Raiders have lost those games by upwards of 10 to 15 points. 
They have a tough week ahead of them with the Texas Longhorns coming to visit. Texas beat Texas Tech a few weeks ago by 10 points, but the Red Raiders will have home court advantage this time around. Then they'll head to TCU to play a desperate Horn Frogs team. TCU was bumped out of the top 25 a few weeks ago, and they're looking to get back in the action. Well, that's the top 10. We're almost halfway there. Thanks again for listening. Go subscribe to the podcast, My 25 Podcast, on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you find your podcasts. Also, big thanks to BYU-Idaho Radio for letting me record here and Real Sport Media. Go check them out, realsport101.com. Any sport that you're interested in, they have tons of great content, great stories, great reporting. Go check them out at realsport101.com. Now let's jump back into the top 25. It surprised me that Texas Tech was tied in first place in the Big 12, but even more surprising is number 11, Auburn, is sitting three games ahead in the SEC. Right now they're 19-2, and and they're taking complete advantage of the other SEC teams struggling. They dominated Missouri and LSU last week, winning by over 20 points in each of those games. They'll play Mississippi and Vanderbilt this week, which aren't the hardest teams they're going to face, but the Tigers can't get too cocky and should keep their foot on the gas. At number 12 is Oklahoma. The Sooners are in the same spot as they were last week. They're 15-5, and and they're in that race for the Big 12. I do want to congratulate Trey Young on his performance against Kansas. Oklahoma won 85-80, and the week leading up to this game brought a lot of media attention to Young. He was having some tough nights, and he is really struggling. But before the Kansas game, he told himself he was going to try to be more of a facilitator instead of throwing up his typical deep three-pointers, which often go in, I might add. He did say that he wasn't going to shoot a three-pointer in the first half of that game, and he ended up sticking to his word. One reason was Kansas's Devontae Graham was covering him tighter than any defender I've ever seen, but Young was able to facilitate and be a real playmaking point guard. Once the team got going, he went off in the second half. He ended the game with 26 points. He's still young, and he's learning how to play in these big game situations, but in that game against Kansas, he showed the nation he's ready to lead Oklahoma in the tournament. Sadly, after that game and their big win against Kansas, they ended up losing to Alabama. It was another close game, and both teams played really well. Alabama was able to outlast the Sooners, and they won 80-73. to That's why Oklahoma isn't higher on this list for beating Kansas. They're staying in that same number 12 spot. Going forward, they'll face Baylor, Texas, West Virginia, and Iowa State. It's going to be all in Oklahoma's hands as they try to win the Big 12 and get higher and higher on this list each week. For number 13 and 14, I think they finally got it right this week when it comes to the Western Coats Conference. St. Mary's is at number 13 and Gonzaga is at number 14. I still think 13 and 14 is a little high for both of these teams, but in the West Coast Conference, they're definitely the top two teams. The Gales beat BYU and Portland last week, which brings them to a 21-2 record, which sounds really, really good, but the teams they're playing aren't quite as talented as other teams face in this top 25. Gonzaga is at number 14, though. They won their two games last week as well. They beat Santa Clara and Portland. They have to play BYU at home this week, which is always a fun matchup. BYU has beaten the Zags at home the past three years, if I remember right. Then a week from that, we'll see the potential WCC Conference Championship game rematch when St. Mary's and Gonzaga go head-to-head in California. St. Mary's beat Gonzaga by three points last time they played each other, which was a few weeks ago. It's going to be fun to watch this game. At number 15 is West Virginia. Their record is 16-5, and and the Mountaineers are imploding. They lost both games this last week, both to two unranked teams, TCU and Kentucky. Now, although they were unranked last week, both of these teams have been ranked in the past, and they're looking really good, and they're pretty desperate. 
Honestly, I thought we could give up on both of these teams and that West Virginia, Kansas, and Texas Tech were going to be the headliners for the Big 12, but I guess we can't count these guys out yet. West Virginia couldn't find a rhythm at all against Kentucky, despite their home crowd cheering really, really loud. It looked like Javon Carter was trying to take it all on himself. He ended the game with 26 points and 7 assists, which is great for him, but the rest of the team really struggled. Their dynamic defense couldn't find an answer for Kentucky freshman Kevin Knox, who scored a game-high 34 points in that game. West Virginia is a better team than this. They dropped from number 7 last week to number 15 this week. I imagine West Virginia will work its way back up, but they need to play a lot better than they did against Kentucky. Wichita State jumps up one space this week to number 16. The Shockers are 17-4 and in the Athletic American Conference, and they're slowly slipping away from Cincinnati. They played two big games last week. They beat UCF 81-62 and Tulsa 90-71. When I say big games, they were scoring machines. Wichita State is finally looking like they have some things figured out and they're ready to work their way back up to the top of the AAC and higher on this top 25 list. This coming week, they'll play Temple and Memphis. At number 17 is Ohio State. The Buckeyes started the week great by beating Nebraska 64-59 at home, but then they welcomed the Nittity Lions of Penn State, who beat them on a heartbreaking buzzer beater. Just take a listen. Where do the Buckeyes go to? Bates Diop. Deep three. Tie game! Are you kidding me? Tony Carr at the horn. Got it! The officials will have to go look at it one more time. But what about the Nittany Lions? How about the last five seconds? The final score was 82-79, to and the Buckeyes dropped five spaces on this week's list. They need to jump back this week against Indiana and Illinois before they head to number three, Purdue, the week after. At number 18 is the Tennessee Volunteers. The Vols are 15-5 and and they're towards the top of the SEC, but they need to pick it up if they want to solidify a spot in the tournament. They're getting close to being a bubble team in my opinion. They're playing decent and they won their last two games against Vanderbilt and Iowa State, but they need to keep winning and beat teams like Kentucky and Alabama, who they'll see in a few weeks. This week they have LSU and Mississippi, and they can't be upset or they might fall off this list. The Tar Heels find themselves at number 19. They dropped nine spaces backwards because they had a really rough week. They lost to two unranked teams this week. Now they're 16-6. and They lost to Virginia Tech and NC State. UNC played absolutely terrible on the road at Virginia Tech. They played much better at home against NC State, but they still ended up losing. Luke May is still playing lights out. He had 23 points against Virginia Tech and 31 against NC State. He's definitely a contender for the ACC Player of the Year, but the rest of the team is struggling. They play Clemson and Pittsburgh this week as they prepare to host Duke the week after. At number 20 is the Clemson Tigers. After this week, Clemson is in third place in the ACC. They had a terrible loss to Virginia on the road, and they barely beat Georgia Tech by two points this last week. Gabe DeVoe played every minute against Georgia Tech and had a great night. He scored 25 points. They'll host UNC this week, and this is definitely a game to watch. Two ACC teams battling for a position at the top of the conference standings. I honestly think North Carolina will win. They have a better team, in my opinion, but it really just depends on who wants it more. Both teams have really been struggling, and they need to win this game to prove that they can win in March. The Kentucky Wildcats are back on the top 25 list at number 21. They were bumped out of the top 25 last week, which was the first time since 2014. 
I honestly haven't shown much love to Kentucky all season because they haven't really sparked my interest as much as other teams, but their game against West Virginia last week was a totally different story. Kevin Knox finally broke out of his shell and he scored 34 points. They won 83-76 to and they played great on both offense and defense. They really need to keep this momentum going in their next few games against Vanderbilt and Missouri. They shouldn't be tough games for Kentucky if they play the same way they played against West Virginia. Their next ranked team is in three weeks when they'll head to Auburn. Kentucky's at 16-5 and right now, but they're chasing Auburn for that top spot in the SEC. At number 22 is Rhode Island. The Rams are still ahead of the Atlantic 10 Conference with a 17-3 record. They won both their games last week. They're making it look easy. They've seen some great production from Andre Berry and E.C. Matthews, who both had 20-point games each last week. They'll play UMass and VCU this week, and they can almost taste their spot in the tournament this year. They'll be a mid-range ranked team, and they'll have a good chance to get a few upsets and to make a run in March. Number 23 is the Florida Gators. Florida's week was so-so. They lost at home to South Carolina 77-72, but then they beat Baylor on the road 81-60. They're kind of in a funk right now, and I think they need to find the rhythm they had at the beginning of the season. Honestly, I don't doubt the Gators one bit. I think they're a really talented team. They just need some time to figure it out. I can still see them winning the SEC. They'll have to upset some of the top teams in that conference, but I can see them winning that conference championship. They'll have Georgia and Atlanta this week, and they need these wins because they're trailing Auburn and Kentucky in that conference. At number 24 is Michigan. The Wolverines are 17-6, and and they moved up one space this week. They lost to Purdue this week, but kept it really tight. It was their chance to upset a top-three team and to move up substantially on this list, but they couldn't quite get the win. The final score was 92-88, to and Muhammad Ali Abdur-Rahman had one of the best games of his entire career. He put up 26 points, and he was on fire from three-point. This was probably Michigan's toughest game of the season so far, and they definitely put up a fight. They have Northwestern and Minnesota this week, who were both ranked earlier in the season, but they were bumped from the list a while back. The Wolverines need to win both of these games if they want to be on this list next week. Rounding off the top 25 is Arizona State. The Sun Devils have managed to go from the top five to the very bottom of this list in a matter of weeks. Last week, they lost to Utah 80-77, and then they beat Colorado 80-66. They're becoming a really streaky team. One game, they'll just have an amazing game, and they'll kill somebody, but then the next, they struggle, and they lose by 5-10 points. They'll play Washington and Washington State this week, and I think the biggest reason they need to win these games is to boost their confidence, because soon they'll take on USC and Arizona, who are ahead of them in the Pac-12 standings. Well, that's week 13's top 25 rankings. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm David Payne. This was the My 25 podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. My 25 podcast. We can also be found on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a like. Give us a follow. You can also email me at my25podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the My 25 podcast with David Payne. Find My 25 on Facebook and Twitter. Just like at My25 Podcast and make sure to subscribe for updates each week.